expectant of testimonies and uh, how the Lord is going to impact um, families in this community. So, uh, so praise the Lord. Um, hey, you know what? Um, we're 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 in December. It's a it's it's that that Christmas season, and I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, and, and every time I say that, I, I have, I have uh, Larry's voice in my head saying, I, I, I wish you would be honest, right? <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right, I will. Um, but I, um, I, I'm going I'm to be honest. I, when it comes to calendar holidays on our, on our, in, in our calendar, like, uh, you know, in, in all kinds of things, everything from Christmas to Valentine's Day to Mother's Day and Father's Day and, and Easter and all of these things, there's something inside me that... Um, I'll just I'll say it like this. It gets a little bit rebellious. Um, something inside me that's like, well, like I don't want to just like preach on this just because it shows up on our calendar, <laughs> right? Like like if I, like who says I have to preach on that at this time, right? You know, there's something a little bit. I'll, I'll just you know, if you guys need to come and lay hands on me and and and, uh, and make something right in my heart, then you can. But here's it, the 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 reason is is I'm like, well, what if the Lord's not doing that at that time? Like, what if He's doing something else? Um, and so, um, so a lot of the time, um, I, w- I won't um, touch on, on things. There's, there's two holidays that, that, I, that I tend to, I, I just, I have um, um, just submitted to the calendar. Two, two holidays that, that on at least, on at least uh, right around that day that I'm going to do something just for, a lot of times for a cultural reason, because people's minds are on that, and I feel like there's an opportunity, and that is Easter and Christmas. But... And this is a, a large segue into this, um, but I um, I don't often do like a like a Christmas series, um, and just because I'm like, well, I don't know if that's what the Lord's doing this year. I felt like the Lord wanted me to do a Christmas series, and so um, so that's where I'm going to go. And I just want you guys just want you guys to be with me. That that's where that's where I'm at. So um, you know, traditions. Uh, anybody uh, raise, raise your hand. Anybody have like traditions around this time of year um, whether it be Christmas or something else like as a family you guys do something right and uh, and even if you're not raising your hand it's just probably because you're you're tired and don't want to raise your hand because I told you to raise your hand so I'm gonna ex- see I think there's a lot of hands at least at least going up in the spirit right now <laughs> there's a lot of hands. so there's a lot of traditions um, and traditions can be great they have meaning they make memories so our family around around the Christmas time and it's so much fun with little girls um, you know, I, and I, I imagine, I imagine it's going to be fun in, in later years. But with, but with the ages that we have, it's like, man, we don't even need to get any gifts. Like it's just going to be, it's just going to be fun watching them. I, I remember when the kids were, were real little, and they had, they paid more attention to the cardboard box than what we got. I'm like, waste of money, waste of money. Next time we're going to get a cardboard box and have somebody just like paint something on it, and then they're just going to. Yeah, this is the what I've always wanted. I don't know, I don't. Know, but but we but it's fun. It's fun being with our with our little girls. We um we do stuff. If it were just me, um I would not decorate. I I am not. In fact, I make our family um not decorate until until the day after Thanksgiving. I'm and and no Christmas music until um the day after Thanksgiving. I I'm I'm pretty much a Scrooge when it when it comes to that. I'm like, hey, what? But every once in a while we give in. Um, but so, yeah, I've got I've got one of the back. He's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. So I um, there's just there's just little things. It's not spiritual. It just is what it is. But our girls they love it when we start to decorate. Um, there's this whole thing with with putting up a tree and, and ornaments. And the thing about our ornaments is that there's like there's some memories even before they were born. So we'll like we'll grab a, an ornament and Kaylee will be like, what's this one? And and we'll tell a story 
about the whatever that, that happened and or um and then everything goes goes up and, it, and it's all but the last thing is we have we have this cross tree topper um and uh and so the girls get to kind of fight over who gets to be the one to put the cross on top of the tree and and uh, this year the two older girls said hey lydia's never been old enough to do this so let's let her so she gets on my shoulders and and we put her up and then she tries and and if you see the video that of, of of that we took it was pretty much she was up there and then i took it out of her hand and and put it on so it was really i did it but she thought that she did it and it was I mean, it was, it was it was fun, and so we we decorate we um um you know all of those types of things. Usually, we find a night um, around around this time. In the next couple of weeks, we'll find a night where we all put hot chocolate in travel mugs and get in the car and drive around and find Christmas lights to look at. And and uh, there's usually one area in town where it's all uh, synced to music, and you just sit there, and the girls are like, yeah, 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 and we're sitting here like we've seen this before. And, but it's fun because of the. You know, the girls love it, you know, and so we, we do some of that for them. Um, when it comes to, to Christmas morning, uh, we have some different traditions. Like, um, like first it starts off where um, we don't set an alarm on Christmas, you know, to wake up. That's Lydia's job. And, uh, you know, Lydia, Lydia will, will, will wake up and she says something to the effect of, I'm awake! And that, that, means, that means we are too. And so, so we'll start, and our tradition will start with coffee and usually Cinnabon. Anybody like a fan of Cinnabon? You know, you eat it and it goes straight there and, and just starts to grow. But it's worth it. It's super worth it. And um, so we do that. And, and then, uh, and, and so we eat Cinnabon. We'll, we'll read the Christmas story. Now let me just pause there for a second because when we first got married, um, there was a, uh, I, we were talking traditions. You know how that happens. You know, two people get married and they bring their lives together. It's, I always say in premarital counseling, it's like two rivers and they come together and then it's like a, like, like white water turbulent and then it's like, a, and then it's like a bigger, deeper river. Well, in, in that, in that coming together part, um, we were talking about traditions. What traditions do we want to, you know, uh, you know, leave in our in our families from from the past, and what traditions we want to bring together? What new ones? And I said, well, in our family, we we uh, would always read the Christmas story, you know. And uh, and she's like, okay. And come to find out, like when I said Christmas story, she thought I was meaning Tiny Tim, Christmas story and i was actually meaning like like luke 2 and matthew and all this and and so when we got that all figured out then we're like oh okay we can read the christmas story every every year um and then then what we do too is we we share our favorite parts so we'll sit down and as the girls get older we as we read it and they say oh i like this part about about the angel or the shepherds or mary and we all share our favorite now honestly it, it, it's a little it, it's a little tense because the, our girls are wanting to rush to the what the presence and all this takes place before the presence in our home and so we're 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 teaching them patience and we're teaching them the meaning and then uh, and then obviously we have some of those presents but you know um it's interesting though with some of these traditions and, so, and i bet we could have we could have a whole testimony time of traditions right now wouldn't that be fun and uh but it's interesting that when we forget the why behind a tradition, it can kind of get silly. You know, some of the some of the whys behind. And there's it, it's uh, you guys know this. It's it's like the the young mom who always cut off the ends of the ham before she would put the ham in the um, in the in the pan to to bake. And 
and then the, the kids and, and everyone were like, well, Mom, why do you always cut the ends of the ham off to put it in the oven? And she's like, well, that's just that's the way you're supposed to do it. That is, that's the way, they're like, what? that doesn't make sense. Like, no, no, my mom did that, and, and her mom did that, and, and, and on it, and until they finally realized that the reason why the first uh, matriarch of the family cut the ends of the ham off is because the pan was too small. And they, they, could, they, they just didn't have a big enough pan, and so they would cut the ends of the ham off. And, and, uh, and so sometimes we don't even know why we do what we do, and we think it's, we think it's some, a big deal, and it, and, it, and it was just the pan was too small. Today, here's the main thought. When we connect the Christmas tradition to the reason Jesus came in the first place, we can find peace and hope and purpose in the noise of the season. Here's kind of the, the negative side of this. The Christmas tradition disconnected from the reason we do this every year produces busyness, indebtedness, stress, and pain. Oh, Holy Spirit goosebumps right now on that, right? It's true. It's true. So you can, uh, here, here's the challenge. You can do this, this Christmas holiday season without him or with him. Let me know how it works out for you. And you know what I mean. Some of you are already stressed out. Some of you are already um, spending too much, and, right? And I'm not, I'm, I'm, we're, not, we're not doing a sermon on all of that, but you know what I mean, that when we finally, when we connect it to, to um, meaning, to some spiritual principles, to really why Jesus came, if we can connect it back to there, that you're going to find um, some hope this season, and I think maybe even some hope to give this season. So here's the, que- the question, and we're in a series. The, the series is just called Why? And it's, a, it's just a Christmas series, and it's called Why? I have three questions over today and then two over the next week, a couple weeks of questions that we're going to answer. Today we're just going to talk why Christmas. Next week we're going to talk about uh, why, uh, why the wise men. And then uh, in the third week we're going to talk about why the nativity. And, and we're going to kind of unpack a few of these things and look at some, look at some things. And I think, I think hopefully you'll enjoy it. But um, go on a journey with me right now. So why Christmas? And I have three reasons today of why Christmas. And first, we got a hist- some historical reasons for Christmas. You guys ready to learn? Y'all ready, with, y'all ready for this? There's, all right. There's some, some music that's supposed to go with that. <laughs> historical reasons. Ooh. In the early, um, in the early centuries, um, it's, it's interesting to me that Christians were more likely to celebrate the day of a person's death than the, than the day of a person's birthday. Did you know that? Um, in fact, when we talk about, you know, we, we, we come to, to a time like, this, hey, let's talk about the first Christmas. And everybody in their mind goes to a uh, manger and, and the nativity scene and all of this. You know that the first Christmas was actually hundreds of years later. Because nobody celebrated Christmas back then. The early church didn't celebrate it. That it, um, it doesn't, you know, it, it's just it's just historical truth that nobody celebrated birthdays. Nobody celebrated Christmas until a few hundred years later. It was actually uh, um, kind of right in the middle of the fourth century in the three hundreds when when Christmas first started being celebrated. I thought that was interesting to find out. Um, and uh, and. It's interesting around birthdays. I mean, I, I, I still like birthdays. That's my favorite holiday, actually, is my birthday. And 
I, so I like birthdays, but like birthdays even, they, 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 I was looking like, where did birthdays start? It started in, in um, Egypt with the Egyptians, and, and uh, it first started where they would honor not just the birth of the Pharaoh, but they would really honor when like the Pharaoh became in their mind a god. And so, so there was like this birth into, you know, into like godship or whatever. And so then they would start honoring birthdays. The Greeks would, would take it to another extent with all of their gods and things like this. And birthdays really had a root of, of just uh, um, celebrating the birth of, of, of deities and all of this stuff. And then, um, and then eventually it was famous people and all of this. Um, women, I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, along the road when it started to being celebrating um, individual birthdays for the common folk, it was men first. Um, men's birthdays were celebrated before women's birthdays. I don't know. It just is what it is. And, and then over time, we started celebrating birthdays and, and things like this. It was in, interesting. And there's probably some spiritual things in there somewhere. But the, but the beginning of it obviously wasn't. It was about, about gods and deities and all of this type of stuff. And eventually, we get birthdays. With, uh, with Christmas, it was, it's interesting to find out that... Um, uh, you know, like I just said, it was it was a few hundred years. It was uh, early. It was somewhere right there in the fourth century, in the three hundreds. And um, there was actually before Christmas was celebrated, there was another holiday, and it was called Epiphany, and it was celebrated on January sixth. And so you have so you you had uh, you had Epiphany. It kind of preceded Christmas, but then Christmas, uh, you know, December what. 25th, Christmas celebrated on December 25th. We'll talk about that here in a second. Epiphany, January 6th. You know where we get the 12 days of Christmas? Between December 25th and January 6th. Epiphany, it's interesting. Um, and that's really celebrated in Eastern cultures. And uh, um, on January 6th, it's the manifestation of God to the world, celebrating Christ's baptism, his birth, and the visit of the Magi, the wise men. That's what Epiphany is. In some places, they celebrate both. Christmas actually le- leading into Epiphany. Um, Epiphany is still celebrated a lot of times in, in Eastern cultures and all of that. So that's a, it's just it's interesting to know. Um, and so, so why did Christmas come about? Well, in in that uh, in that fourth century, um, there was a little bit of tension because in um, in the Roman culture, the Roman Empire, there were various uh, festivals that would be celebrated. All kinds of festivals, and there'd be celebrations to um, to gods and deities and all of this type of stuff. Um, right around the winter solace, solstice, how do you say that again? Solstice. Sorry, I'm getting a little tongue-tied. Solstice. The, there was a there was a celebration about the 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 coming of the sun and pagan worship around all of this, and and uh, and so and. There was also in there the church was trying to figure out, well, what do we do with this? Do we take a hard left um, as, as, the, as Christianity started becoming the, the major religion in that area? Do we take a hard left and just totally forget all of these other dates and, and celebrations and all of that? Or do we at some level say, wait a minute, in order to reach these people... Um, let's let's have a date that coincides with something that they're used to, and so that tension existed. They chose to celebrate and and to commemorate um, Christ's birth on December twenty fifth. That was actually um, so, uh, that same date was a celebration of something pagan, which is just interesting to note. And so, did they choose right or choose wrong? I'm not here to tell you that, but that's what they chose. They it, with I think good intentions decided. Hey, we want to. Um, we, we want to reach the culture 
that we're in, and, and that day is common to them, and so we're going to use that same day and celebrate Jesus. There was another, there was another thing that, that was going on. Um, there was a controversy that was rising up in the fourth century about um, Jesus' incarnation. And a lot of people were starting to say that he wasn't the incarnated God, that, you know, where, where he, God stepped out of heaven and became man. A lot of that was coming up that it wasn't. And so to combat that controversy, there was this thing, well, we need to, we need to talk about how Jesus came to earth as a baby and he was fully man and fully God. And so there was, there was a lot of pressure around that time to really combat that controversy. So they um, so that's where December 25th, that was one of the things, one of the maybe positive things that was coming out of that. Um, so December 25th, actually, hopefully by now you know, is not the actual birthday of Jesus. <laughs> um, and there's, there's, it's still kind of uh, foggy as to like when he was actually born. There's a, um, I've heard a lot of great evidence about maybe like the September, October time frame. Um, there's some people think it was actually January 6th Um, uh, we don't know we don't know Um, but what we do know is that some some good meaning I think I think spiritual guys decided someday hey December 25th that's where we're going to celebrate it and so if you're wondering number one today like why do we celebrate Christmas number one is a historical reason that started the very first Christmas in the fourth century y'all with me here number two there's a there's a cultural reason um definitely in our american culture um and i believe um largely around the world on our calendar december 25th comes along and doesn't it seem like everything shifts the the stores the um the music on like we just talked about on the radio um People have their traditions. It seems like for a few weeks before Christmas, maybe even a few days after, and it's like there's a whole celebration that is cultural. Um, likely, um, in most places around the world, some places don't celebrate, but a lot of places do. And and so there's a there's a cultural reason that we celebrate it. It's become a predictable rhythm of our calendar. And while this holiday is in, in a lot of ways has become sexual, secularized, do you guys agree with me that um, it's, not all, it's not all good? Can I, I mean, I hope that's not like letting the cat out of the bag. Like, did you know that it's not all good? Like, the, like the, what we see? Um, man, there's like, there is uh, materialism. There's all of this stuff. There's, there's, uh, there's, uh, focus on santa claus instead of jesus there's focus on other traditions instead of jesus like there's all kinds of stuff i bet that there are people out there that if you were to ask them what's the real meaning of christmas they literally would not give us the right answer i mean literally and more and more as we become a post-christian society um it it has it really has become something to where um jesus is disconnected from christmas and, uh, um, and that's sad to me, but I do want to say in the midst of that, it, there is still a connection. In the midst of all of that, it is like the one time of the year where you can walk into a public place and hear songs about Jesus. Isn't that, you're, you're like, you're shopping and, and you're like, and you're like, away in the manger. Really? Wow. I mean, I was flipping through channels the other day and they were lighting up a, a tree in Rockefeller 
sinner and and that right when the lights go on they start singing a song about jesus and i'm like wow it's interesting to me there's a huge mixture but there is still however faint it may be there is still a sensitivity a little bit of a connection to jesus to his birth and i think to his resurrection I've always thought this is that it's uh, um, people people aren't as intimidated by baby Jesus as they are by Jesus grown man on the cross. And so I look at this cultural reason that we that we celebrate um, Christmas. It, I feel like it becomes it becomes an opportunity. There remains an opportunity, maybe more than any other time of the year to talk about Jesus without the normal walls that are up. We talk about baby Jesus. Man, I'll, t- I'll take any opportunity to talk about baby Jesus with somebody because baby Je- Jesus didn't stay baby Jesus. There's a reason why baby Jesus came. There's still an opportunity, I believe, for our church in many ways to refocus people's attention to Jesus in the midst of this holiday season. I want to take you to a lesser-known um, Christmas passage. It actually has nothing to do with Christmas. Um, Acts chapter 17. Paul gives us an example of how to embrace an aspect of a culture in order to reach people how many know that you don't embrace everything about a culture how many know that sometimes you got to be counter-cultural and there are many things um, that are it's becoming more and more like that that the church has to resist um, the norms and go against culture but there are some things where we can embrace it for a greater mission paul Gave, gave us an example in Acts 17, verse 22. It says, Paul then stood up in the meeting of the um, Areopagus and said, People of Athens, I, say, I see that in every way you are very religious. For as I walked around and looked carefully at your objects of worship, I even found an altar with this inscription, To an unknown God. So you picture this. There's a, he's in Athens. There's Many, 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 many gods. They would just make up more gods. They would sit there and talk about, oh, got to have another god for this. And then, they, and then just in case they, they missed any, they had an altar to an unknown god. Just want to make sure we didn't miss one. We have an unknown god. Paul comes on the scene, and he's debating, and he's having a, having a good time sharing truth, and he sees the altar to the unknown god, and he says, ah, opportunity. Opportunity in the midst of their culture to reach them to an unknown God. He says, so you are ignorant of the very thing you worship, and this is what I'm going to proclaim to you. And he starts to, he goes on for, for I, I don't know, it was probably hours, but, it, but in, our, in our Bible, we've got, we've got a few paragraphs. And he talks to them about the God that, that they didn't realize was there, the unknown God. Oh, that's the one true God. That's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's the, that's the God that, that spoke the worlds into existence and sustains all things by his powerful word. That, that God, let's talk about that God. And so instead of rejecting them and telling them they're just all false and, and whatever, which he could have, he's, his starting place with them was, hey, let's, let's, uh, let's em- embrace something about your culture and let's talk about Jesus. I like that. I thought it was, I, I think it's uh, wisdom that Paul walked in there. 
And so we've got some historical reasons. We've got some cultural reasons. And we say, why do we celebrate Christmas? And then can I just end with some spiritual reasons? Spiritual reasons. Why would we celebrate the birth of Jesus when births weren't considered something to celebrate in the early church? Right? Why? What, what would... What, I mean, if they didn't celebrate it back then, for hundreds of years didn't celebrate it, why, why would we, why should we celebrate his birth? I was looking at it, and I was seeing there were a, a handful of significant births mentioned in Scripture. Just a handful. Again, I mean, what, you, you, don't get, you, you don't have angels showing up at Peter's birth, right, that we know of. You don't have, you don't have angels showing up at Paul's birth. You don't have, you don't have you know, angels showing up at Elijah's birth. We, we don't have all of these records, but there's a handful of births that are mentioned. I mean, you could probably think of just some of them. We, we see Moses' birth, or we see Jesus' birth, we see some, some other births, but not a lot. And in the handful of births mentioned, one of them came with a supernatural conception. One of them came with prophetic dreams. One of them came with a choir of angels, shepherds proclaiming it in the streets. One of them came with wise men searching for years to find the baby, although um, kind of showed up a little bit late to the party, if, if you know the story. He was probably two or something. But they, at least they were searching they were searching. Only, only the story of one of these births was recorded in such detail that God saw it fit to include it in his holy scriptures. I think there can be reason to embrace and celebrate the birth of Jesus because even though it was births were vastly not celebrated, there was one. There was one. I want to talk about a couple places in scripture here that were that are interesting as we bring meaning to this season. Luke chapter 1, verse 26, it starts off and it says, In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who, who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at these words and wondered what kind of greeting this may be. You would too if Gabriel, the archangel, showed up to you, by the way. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. I love this last phrase. His kingdom will never end. Isn't that powerful? Watch this in Matthew. Here's the other, the other place. This leads us, I think, to maybe the most important point this morning. Matthew chapter 1. Verse 19, because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. And you guys probably know the story, right? Right? Mary tells Joseph, I'm pregnant, but it was God. And he's like, never heard that one before. And so he has, he's a noble, godly man and has in his heart that he's going to separate from her, divorce her, 
they were they were pledged to be married but in that culture engagement was was uh, legally binding it was a big deal and so they uh, so he had in his mind that he would separate that he would divorce her and in a dream he has an encounter and you guys likely know this story but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. And watch this, verse 21. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. I started looking at this, and I started wondering, why Christmas? I mean, we celebrate a holiday that wasn't, wasn't celebrated for hundreds of years after his birth and all this stuff. Why Christmas? Why for us? Why Christmas? I'd like to propose to you that we wouldn't be celebrating his birth if he hadn't accomplished his mission to die and save us from our sins. That his birth is really, really meaningless without the end of the story. In the natural, it would seem like you don't get Easter if you don't have Christmas, right? Like, you got to have Christmas first, and then Easter comes. Like, it, in the natural, it would seem like that. I mean, that's what King Herod thought. Don't you remember? That's what Satan thought. Let's kill all the babies two years old and under, and, and let, let's stop this whole thing, because you don't get Easter if you don't have Christmas. And that wasn't, in God's timeline, he doesn't look at it that way. He already knew the end of the story. The truth is, we don't have Christmas without Easter. The celebration of his death and resurrection is what allows us to celebrate and honor his birth. Here's my challenge for you. Here's a question. Would you consider this, this month and this season, would you connect the story of Jesus' birth to his death and resurrection this Christmas? Could you? In your families, as you do your normal traditions, as you're as you're driving from store to store, or maybe you've, like me, said, I'm done with that, and it's Amazon and one-click buy, whatever it might be for you. In your normal traditions, could you stop, and, in, and instead of it just being a cute little baby in a manger, by the way, it wasn't that cozy. It wasn't that cozy, like the pictures say. We all love Norman Rockwell, but hey, it was probably uh, a lot more uncomfortable than that. And this season, as you are doing your normal things, would you connect baby Jesus, the cute story, would you connect it back to the cross? His death, burial, and resurrection. See, a celebration of his birth disconnected from the accomplished mission of his death, burial, and resurrection is incomplete at least. Maybe dangerous at most. How's that for you guys this morning? Why Christmas? There's a couple reasons. Pastor Kelly, would you come? Could we stand? And God is good today. This is what we're going to do. Um, I just uh, I want to give you an opportunity. We'll have our prayer teams up here in just a minute. And um, in a minute, I, if there's anything you need prayer for, just breakthrough in your life. There's some of you this morning that you say, Pastor Jonathan, there's something bigger than me. I need someone to partner with me. The Bible says wherever two or more are gathered in his name, there he is in the midst. 
Sometimes, sometimes we need somebody else to partner with us. We believe in this church of even laying hands on people and praying that there is something that happens spiritually and significantly when someone lays their hand on your shoulder and agrees with you that there is power in that moment. I am agreeing with you this morning for freedom over every area you need freedom in, breakthrough over every area you need breakthrough in. In just a minute, as when the prayer teams come, would you just feel like, hey, maybe this is the day for freedom and breakthrough and there's gonna be people here praying with you today and i also want to remind you of our care portal table out there that this month may be part of maybe part of the way that you honor jesus is by giving jesus a gift and uh, so you'll see that care portal outreach the gift to jesus on that table as you go out and uh, um, leslie will be there if you have any questions talk to one of us and holy spirit all over this place from my right to my left. Lord, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for Jesus. That he was born to die and to be buried and to rise again. That that was his mission. Lord, I thank you that his name is Jesus because he will save us from our sins. In fact, in this room, if maybe in your heart you know that if you were to die today, you won't go to heaven. I encourage you to come to the altar in a couple minutes when, you have, when we have prayer teams here. Would you just tell them, I don't know if I'm going to go to heaven and I want to make sure. I don't know that if I were to drive out of this parking lot and get hit by a car and go to just be, be dead, I don't know if I would go to heaven or hell. And I want to make sure. Would you make sure today? Don't leave this place without being sure. Let's worship him.